A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And please remember, we are not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We do. I want to highlight, definitely not an expert. I feel like every day I'm learning something new. Yeah. I mean, that's about life. Kate, I don't want you to downplay your expertise. I don't know, Dori. I want to tell you, I got a facial today for the first time in a year. Okay. And... She was wonderful. And a lot of the advice I was getting from her, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I just gave the wrong advice on the last episode of the podcast. Like what? Well, I might have have encouraged people to exfoliate their skin too much. Oh. I might have. I don't. I just, as I was talking to her, I was like, oh, you are a professional esthetician with years of experience. I'm a woman who goes nuts on Sephora.com occasionally how did she how did she say your skin felt i want to tell you she said it looked it was in good shape okay so maybe i'm see what i'm I'm saying like i'm just saying you're right like you need to give yourself a little credit you know what works for you and all we can do is talk about what has worked for us based on our own experience and 
you know, one thing that I love about the Facebook group is that someone asks a question and like a bunch of people chime in because they all have their own experience. We are all our own experts, Kate. This is true. And can we just say we have a Facebook group? Now? Yeah. And it is popping. It is popping. So it's real get fun. Get in there. Get in there. It's Forever 35 podcast. If you go in groups on Facebook, you yeah. should find it. The, the actual URL is facebook.com slash group slash Forever 35 podcast. Yeah. And we'll talk about things everything i mean it is gonna go there oh yeah i think it's already gone there. it's really it's a nice space and i'm very excited it got made yeah and i'm excited thank you for making there. it kate i did it I, yeah, <laughs> did, I was not searching for a compliment but i really set you up on that one uh i'm i'm here to give you those compliments but we we do want to shout out all the people who have emailed us oh my gosh i got so many music recommendations <gasps> I haven't. Yay. I'm so excited. Oh, you know what? I had one for you too. Okay. The new album by First Aid Kit. I don't even know who that is. Oh, I think you'll like them. They're two girls from. Oh, another country? Sweden? Sweden? I just read an article about them. They're great. Are they sisters, maybe? I think so. And they're like 21 or something. Um, I really enjoy their music. Thank you. I'm I'm so excited. I'm going to make a little playlist. I need to go in and extract all the recommendations. You should make a Forever 35 playlist oh, that's a good idea. on Spotify. Well, I've been listening to a lot of G-Eazy, so I'm excited oh, to mix it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the song No Limit. Okay. Just want to put that out there. Great. If anyone wants my recommendation, that's what I blast when my kids aren't in the car. Um, Kate, I also just want to put in a quick plug yes, do it. for leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that helps us so much. It is a huge help. Thank you to everyone who has already done it, including the person who was like, I never leave reviews. Yeah. I love those people. Yeah, be a never leave review, but I'm going to leave a review person. <laughs> totally. You're um, the best. It is very, it is genuinely a big help to any podcast that you listen to, to, to rate and leave a review. Yeah, like while you're leaving us a review, leave another podcast a review. Yeah. Why not? Hey, share, share the wealth. Forward. Exactly. I have started since doing this podcast, I've started leaving reviews. On like a million podcasts. Just going Ones you don't even listen to. Don't even listen. I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Five stars the chemistry between the hosts is amazing. <laughs> I just feel like it's a little thing. It is. It's really nice. And review books. I review now yes. review books on everything too. Oh my god, me too. Um so Dory uh a friendly reminder to anyone listening products on our site. Wait, products mentioned here. Yes. And ev everything, like literally Kate and I go through, we listen to the podcast, we write everything down so we make sure we do not miss a single thing. Cookbooks skincare, makeup, everything. Towels. It's all it's on, on our site, forever35podcast.com. I got a little crazy with the fonts. I mean, Listen, it's let, looking good. You're expressing yourself. <laughs> I really am. Um, and if, you know, if there's other stuff that you want to see on the website, we've, we have to say, Kate, we've had a few requests for product images. Oh. Yeah. So I've, I'm taking that taking that under advisement okay gonna propose it to the council the council being you and me sure and uh yeah so as, as long as we can use them without infringing on a copyright i think uh, i don't think they care if it's like a Great. stock image of an eyeliner let's do it yeah so look for look for some images guys uh, get that up there yeah your your requests are our demand dem command command something we anyway know. we like them though anyway um yeah and also, if you shop through the links on our website, it helps us pay Sammy. Pay Sammy. Pay. We're going to pay Sammy regardless. Yeah, but Sammy you know. needs 
deserves our money. Sammy needs her paper. Yeah. But more importantly, it helps. Uh, I don't. What am I fucking talking about? More importantly, it, if you give us money, we give it to Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy, have we talked enough about you? Or should we just keep saying your name over and over again? Okay. Um. So, Dory. Yes, Kate. Can I tell you what I'm doing? I would love to hear what you're doing. Okay, listen. I signed up for this thing called a whole life challenge. Oh, boy. That sounds even gnarlier than the whole 30. Why did I do it? I don't know. I did it because I'm trying to, instead of, as I've mentioned, focus on like losing weight or or stuff that's restrictive or is just going to set me up for failure and unhealthy habits. I'm trying to implement some changes in my life that will make me feel more calm and balanced. I'm trying to get off my phone, trying to have some mindfulness, trying not to to drink coffee because that makes me feel not good. Not at all. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee makes me, I like butter coffee where you put the grass fed butter into Uh it. I buy that at a local restaurant. But yeah, coffee makes me, makes my anxiety really bad. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I try not to drink it. Um, So I signed up for this thing called a whole life challenge where um, it's a challenge to like get you to eat better and exercise more and stretch. But there's also like a sleep element to it. Ooh, and now you're speaking my language. Yeah, like a mindfulness element where you have to like have calm breathing for 10 minutes a day and stretch mm. for 10 minutes a day. And, um, and then also reflect. So every day you have to kind of like write about your day and how it went. And it's hard. And I am not doing well at it and uh, maybe that's the point what aspects of it are the hardest for you i think what has been challenging for me is that my life is very chaotic yeah um and i had been i I, it feels just like kind of it's uh, a whirlwind in and sometimes in a good way sometimes in a bad way Mm, like it's another thing you have to think about it's I had I'm trying to do things to calm down the whirlwind, but I can't ca- get the whirlwind to calm down. Right. Wow, that made again no sense. No, I get it. I get it. I'm processing it. Um, so it's it, like, and it's good to realize, like, finding time to sit and stretch for ten minutes a day is kind of annoying. Yeah, ten minutes feels like a long time it's when you're just so sitting and stretching. Long. Can I also mention one other thing that happened to me this you week? You may, that, and then you have many important things to talk to us about a few um i well here's one thing i bought fucking la mer skin cream oh boy i bought the tiniest one okay when i bought it i was was, it one million dollars it was my children's college fund okay no i will be straightforward with the cost it was 85 dollars i bought it i got a gift how big was it it's so tiny it's, I, what's a comparable, it's like the tiny hamburgers at Dairy Queen. Oh, sure. Is that a reference that anyone's going to get? Mm. It's the size of a, a mini muffin. That actually seems kind of big. Really? A mini muffin? Yeah. <laughs> this is a mini muffin skin cream. Okay. Here's the deal. I had a gift card and I used that as an excuse to buy things. Okay. I went over the gift card price, but I was justifying it in my brain. Le, but Le Mer, Skin cream for me is very sentimental because mm. um, my mom is dead. She died al- almost 11 years ago. And when she was diagnosed with, with cancer, st- it was stage four pancreatic cancer, I quit the job I was working and I moved home. 
and I was 26. And I hadn't lived at home at that point for like six years. And my parents had changed, their habits had changed in the time that I had been gone and I hadn't realized it. And one of the things that had happened was my mom had started using this La Mer skin cream. And my mom was very frugal. And especially when it came to like body care, she would just use like bars of soap. And and my mom also was the kind of, my also, she wrote a note on her jar of La Mer skin cream so that if anyone went to use it, they would know not to use a lot of it because it was so expensive. So there was a taped on note that was like, only need a tiny bit. So anyway, this, (laughs) that's amazing. The smell of the skin cream remind is one of kind of like the last sensory experiences I had with my mother while she was alive. And I had. I, How could you not buy it? I ca- I don't. It's taken me eleven years to like work up the courage to spend fucking eighty five dollars on a mini muffin I mean, of skin cream. I get that. Ugh. But I. But for me, I opened it and it was just like having an experience with my mom. Mm. It was very powerful. So now I'm going to use it forever. Okay. Because you know I don't have a lot left of her that's so visceral. Yeah. You know I have like photos, but I don't right. have things that like feel like she's almost well, and you essence. wrote a beautiful essay about giving away her pajamas i finally. did for buzzfeed.com maybe yeah. you've heard of that site i have i did i did i did start giving things away that started to feel more like um a weight rather than like a pleasure right. to have um but this was something that just like really brought her to me I in like a really powerful way the sensory memory yes that was very um it, jar, not jarring is the wrong word, but just kind of like jolting. I, yeah. Just the smell and the texture and like remembering her face when she would put it on during the time mm. I was living at home while she was sick was very, like, just very powerful. Yeah. And I loved it. And, I, and mm. it made me think of like what products um, remind people of their parents. Yeah. Like things like that and what things they've seen their parents use that For they still think For my mom, of. it's that Clinique toner totally my mom used that in the 80s like and 90s every woman in the 80s used that clinique must have been raking it in oh man they were their they were office like the was only, just a they were money like the pit. only game in town yeah man those the three steps yeah that yellow moisturizer oh, totally <laughs> the big jars i oh i remember it was so luxurious yeah. looking it just looked so it felt so fancy. fancy also because my mom like we only shop for clothes at like Filene's basement. Totally. Like off price places. Filene's basement for anyone who's not from the New England area is like the a New England Marshalls basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was amazing. It was amazing. But Clinique you had to buy at like actual Filene's. So it felt extremely fancy. Yeah. Um, and so I just like have this memory of this. And I also feel like it stayed with me that my mom, she wanted bargains like in every aspect of her life. Like she never paid full price for anything, but she would pay full price for Clinique. She would pay, she would pay full price for like skincare. That's how this felt when I came home and my mom was using La Mer. I was like, right. who are you? Yeah. Who? And, and I didn't know that expensive face creams existed. I was 26 when right. this happened. And I like took her to Bloomingdale's once to buy it with her. And she was like, just listen, this is going to be... A lot of money. It was just, it was just fascinating. Yeah. Like, and that she had justified this one thing could be, exp- and I'm like glad she did it. Totally. You know? Yeah. We're going to pause now for a word from our sponsor. Dory, do you know what I love about traveling? What do you love about traveling? It's when you get on the plane and you tuck your stuff away and the white noise of the plane lulls you to sleep like a baby. Oh, uh, that sounds divine. Do you know what else I love? What? Our sponsor, Tripping.com. 
Should I tell you about them? Yeah, please. Okay, great. With Tripping.com, you, Dory, can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com, the world's number one site for vacation rentals, trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times, Travel and Leisure, Forbes, and more. Kate, you know what else? Go on. With Tripping.com, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal on that winter cabin or beachfront home. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to tripping.com slash forever 35 today. That's tripping.com slash forever 35. Tripping.com slash forever 35. I was traveling most of the last, like I was traveling the last five days. I just got back yesterday. I'm looking at what you have sitting on the table, and I'm already excited. Oh, thank you. You brought your travel gear. I brought some of my travel gear. I did not bring all of it. Um, I had two... I was in two different cities across the country. I had two hellish days of travel. Um, And I I was thinking about what I had brought with me travel-wise, that helped keep me at least a little bit sane. I'm so excited about this one right here. Okay. Can you start with that? Yes. So, my travel humidifier. Which didn't know it existed. So, this thing is amazing. Um, Basically, what it is, is it's a, it's like a humidifier stick. It's probably seven or eight inches high. Six, seven, eight. I don't know. It's small. It's small. It has um, a vibratory quality to it's it. A vibratory quality to it. You, you just get a glass of water. You fill a glass of water up. You put it in. It has a USB cord. Okay, okay. a USB cord. So you don't need batteries. That's you don't great. need it's not an electric. AC adapter. Okay. Yeah, you plug it into a USB outlet. You turn it on, and after a couple of minutes, mist starts coming out. That's awesome. I put it in my hotel room. Hotel rooms are like notorious, like dry skin creators, as I'm sure you're aware. Or like anytime you travel back to your parents' house where the heat is blasting. Oh, not at my parents' house. Oh, no. (laughs) No, they keep things real cold. Um, Actually, no, now they live in an apartment where they don't control the heat. So it's actually tolerable. Yeah, like a New York City apartment. Right. But when they lived in a house, it was like... 58 oh god it was so cold okay um but yeah it is great i feel like i left the east coast and my skin wasn't falling off it's amazing so the one i have is called the denev denev cool mist travel humidifier it the the reason i have this i believe it was mentioned on the strategist um as like in their gift guide and it's now sold out like everywhere. <laughs> um, I had gotten it for Matt, my husband, because he travels every weekend. And for Christmas, I gave this to him as one of his gifts. And he opened it and he was like, 
he was basically like, when would I ever, like, he didn't say that, but he was like, thanks, honey. Um, You're like, snatch. And then like, I dis- got it. basically like discarded it. And I was like, I'm going to take this. And he's like, okay. Um, so yeah, so this model appears to be sold out, but I have found one that seems very similar and okay. I will put that one on the website. Awesome. So you all can, oh, and also this one was like 25 bucks. My alternative is like $15. These are not expensive That's products. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So travel humidifier, definitely get it. Got it. The second thing that I will say is I I prefer to read books on paper, but if you don't have a Kindle and you're traveling a lot, like what are you doing? No, no. Kindle's a life, a game changer. It's a game changer. My other strong move lately is I get eBooks from the library and... It's like I realize ebooks from the library have existed for years, but I only recently discovered them, like in the last year. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's great. You just put books on your Kindle <laughs> for free. It's like so cool. So oh it's like God. the Kindle is like 50 bucks now or something. It's really cheap. It basically pays for itself because you're getting all these books out of the library. Yeah, you can put that, the Libby. Do you use Libby? No. Oh, that's my library app. I use, um, do you use the LA Public Library? Or do you I, use use, Burbank? I use Burbank. Yeah. LA uses um, Overdrive. Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. can join, I have to go, jo- join back up at LA. Yeah. Um, so that's my second recommendation, especially when you're on a cross-country flight from Charlotte to Seattle that has no outlets and no entertainment system. Oh, forget it. Your Kindle comes in real handy. Yeah, man, you got to read those books. Um, Okay, so my next recommendation is you have to have a sleep mask. Do you? I don't even own one. Oh, my God. It's like like not optional. You have to have a sleep mask and you have to have earplugs. Oh, okay. Both these things, if you're staying in a hotel, I'm a light sleeper, as discussed, and... Like, if I'm in an unfamiliar place, I'm already waking up, like, three to four times a night. If I at least have the eye mask and the earplugs, I can, like, sort of get some rest. The eye mask doesn't feel... it. Whenever I've worn one, it feels like I just have something on my face and I want to peel it off. Nope. No. Maybe, you know, you might be wearing the wrong eye mask. You're going to like the one I put on the website. Okay, great. I'll check it out. It kind of, like, molds to your face. Yeah, it's comfy. Um, And it just makes things dark. I need things dark. I I totally um, you know yeah I get that. even if there are blackout curtains if there's like a smidge of light no, I'm I like, don't like it no and earplugs are just so necessary but then you also have the white noise yes yeah, so then in addition to the earplugs <laughs> you're just tuning out I'm tuning everything out because like both hotels I was I was in two hotels this week and both times they put me right next to the elevator which my husband would love. He loves being close to the elevator. I hate being close to the elevator because I can hear the elevator. And everybody getting on. And everyone getting on and getting off and the dinging and it drives me crazy. And also in Virginia, I was in Virginia, um, I was next to the ice machine. No way. It was like, what the hell? (laughs) So I needed the earplugs and I have an app on my phone called White Noise where you can select from a variety of soothing sounds, number of ocean sounds, waterfalls. I love a brown noise. A brown noise. Brown noise is my favorite. A yellow noise, a white noise, you know, your, your, your standard white noise. 
and you can have that you can have that shit on all night yeah I, well, I do that in my house I yeah have a white noise machine. it's great yeah um so that is another thing okay so the other thing that all of my um all my crossover listeners from Excellent Adventure, you've heard me talk about my pill organizer before. This thing is big. But Forever 35 listeners, buckle up. I have a pill organizer. <laughs> Kate is laughing at me. I'm just, can I take a photo while you this may. is happening? It's huge. Is I've it? never seen one this big. Well, I got like a tiny one. Okay, so. Hold on. Sorry, everybody. Okay, thank you. So I have this pill organizer. It's organized by day. What I like about it is each day, separate day oh. is removable can i look at it yes so say you're going on a three-day trip you just take sunday monday tuesday with you they also have three different compartments okay so that's the other thing i was in the situation where i had to be taking pills in the morning afternoon and evening and different this, pills and this is for ivf no, this is okay. just a pill. Oh, oh, oh the, my pills. pills? Yes. yes. The pill organizer is not like IVF specific. Right. But the pills, by. yeah, no, the pills were for IVF. Um, and so I needed something. I couldn't just have all my pills in one compartment. Bad. Yeah, that's great. So I needed something that had different compartments. So this is a three compartment one. I believe you can get up to four compartment ones. So I really like this because it just keeps it organized. I can just take my little pill things with me i mean if you're going on a trip longer than a week it's kind of annoying but for just a few days it's great so pill organizer um sheet masks you, uh, yeah you got you gotta bring a couple sheet masks um i did i did them in the hotel and they travel so well they travel so well yeah. and it's like it's like oh this is a little little touch of something nice i can do for myself and it's like hydrating your skin is so dry yeah now I am not, I, I have, I really want to get to the point where I do a sheet mask on the plane. Have you ever done that? No, that is, I've breast, uh, I've pumped breast milk in my seat on a plane. Oh, wow. Which is a, yeah, I've done that. I took okay. that leap, but I, um, no, i you never, alone? I mean like on the plane? Yeah. Or were you with your husband? Oh, I was alone. I was traveling for work. Oh. Yeah. And my he was with the kids at, here in L.A. That's that's good. Yeah. And I, you know, I just was like, I don't, I've also pumped milk in my car. I'll pump milk fucking oh. anywhere. You just, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. I'm hoping that by the time I knock on wood, have a child, those newfangled breast pumps where you can just sort of like, you put them, like I could be pumping right now. Yes. You I know. hope there is such, so much room for innovation when it comes yes. to breast pumps and making them as convenient as possible for moms who have to travel, totally. who are working, who are in their cars, on the subway. I mean, yeah. anywhere. Let us pull milk out of our bodies, <laughs> please. The things are so ancient looking and absurd and monstrous and huge. I mean, this is a whole other tirade I could go yeah. on another time. But anyway, so I'm just like, but I've never done a sheet mask on a plane. That feels very public. I, I mean, know. I, I like I, I keep bringing them in my carry, like in my little bag under my seat because I'm like, OK, this is this is the plane ride. I'm going to do it. And then I just check it out every time. So I'm hoping someday if you were in a window seat with somebody between you. Like, no, with nobody in the middle. Right. And the person was sleeping in the aisle seat. I feel like you could knock one out. Yeah, especially, if it, was like, face especially if it was a long flight and the, and the lights were down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's Noted. Do, that's a good dare. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. So sheet masks. My other thing is this 
crazy toiletries organizer. I want one so badly. I'm obsessed with what's okay, happening here. So mine is from a company called Ayayu. <laughs> Great. Um, what I like about it, I, I like things that you can you can separate the um, the various components. So this everything snaps in and out. So I'm I'm snapping one component back in. That's See that? Awesome. Yeah, and it's labeled body wash. It's labeled body wash with a toothbrush, which oh, makes no oh, sense. No. Um, accessories, they have a band-aid. <laughs> yes. um, and then there's a big there's a bigger uh, thing labeled personal care. And this is where I keep oh, like you've got everything here too. Okay, so this is the other thing that oh, I wow, do. Look at I this. I keep most of the stuff in here at all times oh. so that when it's time to go, I just grab and go. There's a couple of items that I that I have to take from my you, normal repertoire. You travel a lot and I feel like you've probably invested in good mini products. Because I just use whatever I've like literally, oh, God, you have a fancy mini product. I have a travel size P50, which I bought because one time I was like, okay, I'm just going to put some P50, some Biologique Recherche, you know, P50 into one of those travel, you know, whatever, three ounce travel containers that you buy at the drugstore. It like didn't... It was like hard to get out. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't, it, it didn't work so well. So I paid $27 right. for this tiny bottle, but it's lasted me. It's 1.7 fluid ounces. Um, it's lasted me many trips and there's still some left because what, you know, when I'm going on these trips, I'm first of all, I only use P50 every other night. Okay. So that's number one. So I'm not using a ton of it. And then, you know, these trips are a few days at a time and I just, I think it's worth the investment. Um, so, yeah, and then I keep some samples in here of face creams. I got a I got a Aesop uh hydrating Love mask. That I have a little sample of perfume. Can I smell? Oh it? yeah. Oh. I and I like this is Gucci Bloom. I liked the scent so much that I bought the full-size bottle. Oh, it smells so nice. It's so nice. It. It's lovely and the bottle is millennial pink. You gotta have at least one thing in your home that's millennial pink, especially when you're not a millennial. Totally, we're like on the on the general edge of millennialism. Um, I'm not. You are. I don't know if I count. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so if I want to take the whole thing with me, I can. If I don't want to, I don't have. That to. thing is ten dollars. This whole travel. This pack? whole shebang is ten dollars. Yeah, that's. A I mean. <laughs> Kate, will you just read what it says on the... Long-term travel bag. Every day, everywhere. Times love. I don't... (laughs) It just doesn't... It just doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't need to if it it holds all your stuff. Yeah. Because I'm constantly buying these travel bags at Target. They never... They always fall apart. They never quite fit everything. Right. They don't do exactly what I want them to do. Right. So I love this guy. Um... And I also have, for the plane, I have this um, Caudalie. Is that how you say it? Caudalie? 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 Caudalie, whatever. Um, I have this beauty elixir um, that says it is 
for smoothing and glowing complexion. And it's just a it's just a face spray. I like to just spritz myself a couple times during the flight. It gives you a little moisture. Give me a little moisture. Do you want to try it? I do. And I feel like I talk about my rose water and glycerin spray, but I, I feel like that would be a good thing to bring on a plane. Just exactly. to give you like a, a little, little zhuzh. Is it okay if I use yes. this? Yes. Okay, go for here it. Here we go. Okay. Ooh, this smells so good. Pat it on. Okay. Just, yeah, just, just. This feels nice. Doesn't it feel nice? Yeah, I'm in a good place right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I took, uh-huh. I took one more spray. That's totally fine. Um, so, you know, it doesn't have to be this exact one, but I really like this one. Um, and then you got to have a Mophie. You have to have a phone charger. You have to have an extra phone charger because you could end up on the plane that I was on across the country with no outlets. American Airlines. Dory is coming for you. Well, you know, it's funny. They, I, I almost never fly American. I usually fly Delta. But because of I was coming from Virginia, the time, whatever, I ended up missing my connection anyway because whatever. It's not important. They sent me, they, I got an email from them that was like, please fill out our survey. And I was like, well, since you asked. <laughs> and did they reply? No, they haven't replied. But I was like, I am never flying your airline <gasps> again. I love unleashing on surveys. I gave all of the staff like excellent. Yeah, they, they it's not their it's fault. It's not their fault. Um, but I was like, it is unconscionable for to put people on a six hour flight in this day and age with no outlets and no entertainment. <laughs> Wait, can I say the biggest one of the best travel tips is that if you have to use that shitty like go go Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. if you buy it ahead of time on your yes. computer, it is cheaper yes. than if you buy it while you're sitting on the plane. It's true. Always buy it ahead of time. It's remarkably more affordable. Oh, and did I mention that on my flight to Virginia on Delta, the Wi-Fi was broken? You know what? In this day and <laughs> in age, this day and age, it is unconscionable. Exactly. But it is. It's a no, it's a pain in the ass. Honestly. It is a pain in the ass. Um, so yeah, so those are all of my travel must-haves to just like make your life a little easier on the road this is very helpful especially that humidifier Uh, that's amazing it's a dream because i always end up with like dry nasal passages exactly (laughs) bloody noses exactly dry throat oh yeah it's the worst oh so kate i think it's actually time to talk to our guest today okay i'm ready um our guest today is shirley braha aka the mom of marnie the dog An Instagram famous dog. Indeed. So here's Shirley. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling superpower short. The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just (laughs) going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, This is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. 
And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. So... Our guest today is Shirley Braha. Hi, Shirley. Hi, guys. Um, Shirley is the mom of Marnie the dog, and she also has a really amazing bio that I'm going to read. Uh I don't know where you copied this from. I got it from a little site called Wikipedia. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. All right. She started a record label at 16. True. She created the indie rock TV show New York Noise. Yeah. Okay, accurate. And also created the indie music show Weird Vibes for MTV Hive. Wow. And she was named one of the 21 coolest girls in America in 2001 by YM Magazine. Oh, my God. It was like the ugliest photo (laughs) in there. It was so bad. But that is like a dream. To be honored and recognized by YM is truly, I would have... Get given anything yeah that. it was life changing I mean it really altered like my self perception I was like oh like I'm not garbage cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how did it how did it happen um how did it happen I don't know I was pro- probably someone from like one of those indie mailing lists maybe recommended me to someone who worked at YM it was so long ago yeah but I know yeah I was just like kind of like pretty active in the indie music scene right. when I was a teenager so probably someone just recommended me yeah. to them and I probably read it and was like that girl's cool <laughs> if you saw my picture you would not have thought that I probably <laughs> Um, Nobody looked good in 2001. Uh, we were the other, all... The other 20 YM girls are pretty right. cute. <laughs> well, we've all moved on since then. Yeah. yeah. But Thankfully, that was 17 years ago. Yeah. God. Uh, I know. Sorry. I know. Um, but Shirley is still very cool. Yeah. So. It's, Thanks, I'm, guys. I'm always... Um, extra impressed slash jealous of people who were doing cool shit when they were in high school. Mm. Like who had the 
like passion and the like I don't know determination. I I just was doing nothing. I was driving in my boyfriend's car. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I started really young, so like I burnt out young. Like I'm ready to retire. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, which actually brings me to what I wanted to talk to you about, which is a routine of yours yeah. that is cool and. I guess sort of does sound like something someone who was retired might pursue. I'm like a retired lady. Yeah, I'm like old and retired. <laughs> um, so, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about this this routine? Yeah, so every day... Okay, so when I was working on my uh, TV show, um, I did, I remember I used... I did this little skit called Patty Pitchfork where I made my grandma... Um, she was. She did. She did a, a skit where she would say, "Hi, I'm Patty. I like to wake up, drink my coffee, play piano, and read Pitchfork uh, website." <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh my god, that is like kind of my life now. I wake up, I drink coffee, and I play piano for an hour every morning. Oh. I usually don't visit Pitchfork anymore. Though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I do every day. I wake up, drink my coffee, and practice piano for an hour, and it's like the best part of my day. That's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That what sounds... do you What do you play? Do you play classical? Do you play I well, I just started playing a year ago. I started taking okay. lessons like a year and three months ago, and I was like really terrible for the first six months. Um, but now I play. I play Bohemian Rhapsody. I play oh, Scott oh Joplin. God. Yeah, it's really fun. That's amazing. Did you buy yourself a piano? Did you really invest in? I this sure experience? did. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's not fun if you only play on keyboard. Like playing on a yeah. real piano. The is keys so are fun. like more weighted and they're heavy. Yeah, yeah, I had to build up like muscles in my fingers and stuff. But like I can play now, and it's really fun. That's so cool. What time in the morning is this taking place? Whenever I wake up, there's my life does not have that much structure. I would say like. The extent of the structure in my life is that there's coffee and piano playing in the morning, and um, at some point I'll wash my face. <laughs> Very important. Yeah, but, but um, I guess what I'm asking is like you're not disturbing your neighbors or your neighborhood by jamming Scott Joplin at seven in the morning. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I usually wake up around like it really depends. Could be nine, could be twelve. Who knows? Oh, that sounds great. Know. Yeah, but it's great that like that is your habit. That you know, like you're gonna wake up, drink your coffee, and that the piano is a daily ritual. Yeah, yeah. How did it? How did it happen? How did you decide you wanted to play? Start playing piano. Well, I wanted to learn piano back in New York, but it really just wasn't practical because right. my apartment was so small. Where am I putting a piano? Neighbors yeah. would complain. Not possible at all. My like it would take up my entire apartment in New York. But then I moved here, and it was on my like the back of my mind. Oh, I should learn to play piano, and then. I was like going for a hike down like Beachwood uh -huh. and I saw in front of the supermarket there was um, an index card that said like Gary piano lessons $80 a month and I'm like $80 oh my god the lamp just fell oh, <laughs> was it a ghost? Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad that did not end too badly that's everything's okay guys um and I was like, $80 a month? Mm, okay. Like, this guy's probably going to be the worst teacher for $80 a month. I don't know what that means. No, he was he's great. I love Gary. He's one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> is Gary older? He is. He's probably like a like a 60-year-old man. Um, usually, like, I, I go to him for an hour every week, but the first 15 minutes are just, we just yak it up. Catch you up go to his house? Yeah, it's in his, it's in his, like, studio apartment. So, I mean, that's why it's $20 uh an hour is because you're playing like in his bedroom but i don't care 
I also love how like old school the whole process was. It's I not, love it too. You know, you didn't yeah. like find them on Facebook or like you found them on an index card outside a supermarket where like people have been posting this kind of stuff for decades. I love it. You know, it's, it's a great story. Yeah. Did you have any like hesitation when he was like, come to my house and the piano's in my bedroom? Was there any part of you that was like, uh, I feel um, like all my woman radar would be spiraling. I mean, it seemed pretty professional and I don't, he didn't really like me that much in the beginning because I was like really bad. Like he would tell me to do something and like I literally like couldn't do but you it. you told him like I've never played I before. I know. Actually, so I was really bad in the beginning and I, around like the sixth week, he kept like criticizing me and I said, Gary, listen, like, um, you're going to, I know I'm really bad, but you have to like pretend I'm like doing good because I like, I need the positive encouragement and he, he listened Aww. and then I became good for real. <gasps> when did Gary give you, did he ever give you praise where you, you were like, oh, he means, this is it. He means it now. Yeah. yeah. He means it now. Hey, I'm his, I'm his number one most improved student. He, he talks about me to other people. Well, the fact that you practice something every day yeah. is yeah. amazing. That's the thing. These other students that he has, they probably have like school or work or lives. Like I'm a retired old lady. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just you know, stay home and drink coffee, play piano. What do you get um, emotionally out of playing the piano? Is it meditative? Is it soothing? Is it just fun to have the challenge of it? I mean, I I enjoy everything about it, like the tactile experience of pressing the keys. Also to like actually like to have my two hands be able to play things at the same time. And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but my fingers are moving and a song is happening. And this feels like really magical. And yeah. And 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 also, yeah, I mean, I I love that like I finally like learned something new and did it successfully because, you know, you try different hobbies and some stick and some don't. So I'm glad I found one that I actually do like a lot. It's really cool to hear you talk about playing the piano as an adult because I took piano lessons as a kid and like I liked it, but I, I didn't have, I didn't really like practicing. I was kind of a brat about it. Like I I took it seriously, but not like, not that seriously. And I quit, you know, after I quit probably in like seventh or eighth grade and I didn't have this kind of like intellectual meditative experience that you're describing and I wonder if I went back to it now if I would have just a different perspective on it. Well, I think when you're a kid like you're just teaching whatever the teacher tells you to learn when right. you're an adult could be like no I want to learn Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. right. and like that's kind of what pushes you you're like oh my gosh this sounds beautiful and I'm playing the song I want to play if I was like just playing like all these like classical songs that right. I don't care about not, I mean I like classical too but you know if I had to learn a song that I didn't want to learn it's not going to encourage me to continue learning yeah it's not fun yeah yeah i i I played clarinet and i quit in fifth grade and my husband is teaching himself piano and he goes out he bought himself like a giant keyboard in our garage and Mm. he he does like a class on an ipad but it's very satisfying for him like for similar the similar reasons like all he wants to do is go practice the piano that's really Whereas, like as a kid i hated practicing music. Yeah. I hated practicing anything. It yeah. felt like such a chore. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to do it as an adult where you can actually find gratification in the work. I also love that it's like just for you. Yeah. You totally. Know? Yeah. Not I mean, like I, your parents. I like, yeah. I like breaking it out for people. Don't get me wrong. Like, really? It's really fun. Look, look, watch me play. You know, like I do enjoy that. <laughs> that part's fun too. But I really, yeah, it, it is my favorite part of the day. Uh, it also, don't you feel like there's something really cool about learning something new as a grown-up? Yes. Because I feel like there's a part of me that's kind of like, well, I'm done. 
Yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm an adult. I can't start from scratch. I right. mean, I learned, I learned how to play basketball a few years ago. And it was the same, similar experience where I was like, well, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm 30, in my 30s, I should know. And to be new at something as an adult is is terrifying. But I really think cool. it's a really dangerous road to go down being like, oh, I'm too old. I shouldn't learn this. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what keeps life fun is like um, just learning new things, I think, like or trying new stuff. Oh, Otherwise, totally. you get so bored at this age. If you don't try new stuff, you just want to die. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like it's, it's like I think they've done studies on this that like it's good for your brain to learn a new skill, even into your like 60s and 70s. Well, I was getting so dumb for a while. <laughs> I really was and and like my memory was garbage and so like the cool thing about piano is that like I you know every day I'm playing like a a thousand different notes that I managed to memorize so I'm like okay I have some kind of memory. Do you have to learn how to read music too or did you already know how to do that? I knew a little bit from I played guitar in high school but Mm. I quit that because I just didn't like it that much it just it just wasn't um, I don't think I was really meant to play guitar like I didn't like guitar because you can't, the thing about guitars, you can't really play a song on it. You can play rhythm accompaniment or, you know, you can play a riff. But the thing about piano is you can play a song all by yourself. You don't need yeah, like a band. Yeah. So I think that that, you know, I think just guitar was disappointing because I'm like, okay, I'm strumming a bunch of chords, but I don't really sing. So all I'm doing is strumming some chords. Who cares? Yeah. My husband plays guitar and he usually plays along to like he'll play a song from like YouTube or something and he'll play along. He has a lot of guitars, that guy. He does. He has a lot I of saw guitars. Them. Like a room oh, yeah, of that's guitars. Right. Yeah, he has a room of guitars. He, um, he, I think, has uh, guitar acquisition syndrome, <laughs> which <laughs> is like a real thing. Gas. Yeah, gas. Um, <laughs> where you, I mean, it's like, I think it's, you know, related to like OCD. You know, you kind of get obsessed with yeah. certain guitars and then you get that guitar and you're, you've already like moved on to the next guitar. Wow, you know I what mean, I mean. I did just bring in twenty bottles of skincare. You did, yeah, yeah. So it all relates, yeah. Right? Like so, it's all connected. But he, like, I think he wants me to feel about something the way that he feels about guitars. I oh. feel like you have passion in life. I have passions, but they're not as singular. Do you know what I mean? Like he gets really, he gets into one thing. Yes, very, yeah. and it's always like acquisitive. And I'm I'm more of like an experiences person, and he's more of a like I want to have all these guitars. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I definitely do know what you mean, and I don't think one's right and one's wrong. Totally, uh, I think it's great to have a lot of different interests. Totally, and yeah. and I will say like I think if he didn't play them, I would feel weird about it. Oh, but he does. He plays all of them. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's cool. Like, and he like loves them all. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, he does have a lot of guitars. Also, I feel like one of the best things about um, working really hard is when you can reward yourself with a thing like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like when totally. you're able to actually purchase something that means that much to you, it's yeah. so satisfying. Yeah. And you appreciate it, the value of it yeah. so much so much. I mean, you must have felt that way when you bought the piano. I barely could play when I bought the piano. I really I, I, like I bought it to play it, but I also bought it because I had like an empty like swath of wall and I'm uh-huh. like a piano would look perfect here. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> where did where did you buy the piano? Craigslist. It's like a 80s like white piano. Oh, it's that's great. so cool. Is it, is it like a baby grand piano? No, it's okay. a upright piano. It's, an upright piano. it's like a normal size piano, but it, it's like a white 
It's like a white piano. A white piano. Because when you said white piano, my uncle had a white baby grand piano in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. (laughs) It's such an 80s thing. Oh, my God. People also had pianos in their homes. We had a a baby grand piano. A baby grand? We we never had a piano. It was my fancy. Well, it had been my great-grandmother's. Okay. And then when she, like, died, we got her piano. Um, And it was, like, always out of tune. But it was, like, a a baby grand piano. It was, like, a real piano. That's a big-ass thing. It was a big thing. You need space. And you also have to, like, not have neighbors, really. Yeah. We, yeah, I mean, we lived in a house. Yeah. So, and, you know, I grew up outside of Boston, so we weren't, like, on top of people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I have I, I've thought about... Matt recently suggested that we get a piano. We don't have room for a piano, but, like, I think maybe after you and I talked about your piano, like, I was kind of like, that would, it, like, it would be nice. It does sound very meditative to kind of take that, take that time for yourself. And, and you do see the tangible results. Like, you get better. If you practice. If you practice. You're, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, I actually practiced a lot. I was yeah. very bad and I practiced a lot. And now I'm okay. An yeah. hour a day is, is, a lot do you have do, do you have a routine for your practice sessions? Um, I just go through my entire repertoire. Okay, and sometimes I'll add on a little bit to some songs. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes I'll just practice what I already know. Have you composed your own music? Uh, no, it doesn't interest me. I don't know. No. I, I yeah, that never interested me. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe once you get so good, I don't know. I like. And someone who is more musically inclined could probably say this more accurately, but I, I like I feel like there's a different there's like a different brain for people who can compose music. You can be very good at playing music. Sure, sure, sure. And I know what you mean. Have no idea how to compose music. But here's a real like adult thing that I've been doing yeah. lately. Like okay. I do a lot of like investing. Oh my god. Surely. <laughs> Are you into cryptocurrency? Hell yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm so deep in it. Um it's been a really rough week. Um it's like uh, crypto's Are the been down. Bad? Crypto's been down this week, yeah. But like the last month it's been amazing. So it's just a roller coaster, but I kind of like having a little bit of drama like that in my life cuz I don't like real drama, but I like uh-huh. the drama of the markets. <sighs> This is something I don't understand. I don't do. I come from a dad who worked in finance professionally. The sense, but he was a stock analyst, so he would review stocks and then advise people on if they should buy them. Oh, that's so intriguing. Yeah, so he's very interested in it still. I mean, now he's retired, but and my husband like enjoys picking a stock and following it. But this is, I don't get, I just don't connect with it. How did you get into crypto? Well, I used to buy Bitcoin. So <gasps> so, so Do you growing. still have Bitcoin? Um, I know I traded them in, like after they got really high, I traded them in for these other coins I have now. Like Ethereum's been going up a lot. I don't understand. What is, what is Ethereum? It's just a different kind of coin? That's the thing. Like most people think like, oh, they're just like imaginary coins. But like these are actually, some of them like Ethereum, it's sort of a platform that decentralized apps can be built upon so it's actually it's currency but it's also infrastructure for like a decentralized digital future whoa (laughs) Whoa. yeah i'm like my brain doesn't entirely understand it but like ethereum is infrastructure so when you're buying ethereum you're not just like it's not just like oh money it's like you're you're an asset participating in like the building of a digital world yeah totally yeah 
That's amazing. Yeah. Where do you watch it? Like, is there a stock market to watch? Oh my god, yeah. There's. I. I mean, I use I use apps. I have like this CoinStat app that lists all the different currencies, and you can watch them in real time. And uh, the market cap of crypto like really exploded right around like the new year. It went up like a lot, but in the last week down a lot. Is, is that why there are all these news stories about Bitcoin? Because everybody who had invested in Bitcoin basically got a... T- like, it, there's stocks? I don't know what to call them. Yeah, there's... Some of them are... They're sort of like stocks because there's, like, companies behind them. <laughs> and, yeah, like, I, like before I got into this, I just thought all these coins were just, like, kind of knockoff versions of Bitcoin. Yeah. But, like, no, actually, there's, like, companies behind these things and they're trying to do different kinds of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. So, I, like, last, last week, I was, like, flying high. I was, like, <laughs> making a lot of money. But, um... This week, meh, but I'm still up, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and I also, I mean, I've been messing around with the stock market for like the last year or two. So that's sort of, you know, what my appetite for yeah. like risk. Cause I, I don't, I don't like gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the odds are on the house, but right. I feel like with the stock market, the odds are on you. Like there's more than a 50% chance that the market's going to be going up in the future. Right. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you do your research? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much conflicting information on yeah. the internet. Everyone's like just telling you different things. But I mean, Reddit is good. Honestly, for a minute, I was looking at 4chan.biz. <laughs> like, it was kind of good for a minute, but it's been really like in the last couple of weeks, everything's just been like infiltrated by all these like, um, you have to be very careful with who you trust because yeah. there's all these, um, they're called like uh, pump and dump groups. And <laughs> basically, <clears throat> Like there's they use these different apps like um, Telegram and and Slack to um, basically like, you know, get like thousands of people together. And then like one guy's like, okay we're going to pump this coin. And then like but only certain people in that pump and dump group actually make money. The other ones like kind of get screwed sometimes. Um, But then and then there's there's groups like that. And then there's also other groups uh, where they somehow reward members for shilling coins on the internet. So like, you know, because like if you see one guy shilling a coin, you don't take one guy's opinion. But when you see like 20 different right. people saying, oh, this coin's great, you're like, oh, well, it must be great. Well, but actually, no, you can't even trust that because there are these groups where, you know, all these like members of the group get rewarded for shilling a coin all over like Reddit and 4chan and like Twitter and everywhere. Oh, wow. So oh it's, it's it, there's a lot of market manipulation going on. And really, at the end of the day, all you can do is just like research the individual assets and um, find out like which people actually know what they're talking about right. and maybe maybe go with them. <clears throat> I do think there's there's a lot of, there's money to be made. I, I do think that uh, and yeah, I don't know. I mean I like I made a lot of money off the stock market in the past few years, so I'm I'm definitely down with investing. <laughs> what what advice would you give someone who doesn't have experience investing and yeah. wants to kind of just or who get feels into it. Overwhelmed. You just got to dip it. your toe in. You know, you don't have to put all in, but like you, as you get older or even when you're younger, like you should start familiarizing yourself with these things a little bit because it takes years to build up a comfort level right. to like do this and do it with like any sort of knowledge. Um, yeah, just dip your toe and buy some Amazon stock. Like Amazon stock is probably not going to go down much. And in the future, it's probably just going to continue going up. Right. So, Can I ask a very basic question? Yeah. Let's say I wanted to dip my toe in. 
What would be like the least amount of money I could dip? Like a hundred bucks? Or are we talking like, like a, a dollar? Okay. You can do, you can do whatever you <laughs> yeah. want. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds actually th- more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. So we can have a Forever 35 uh, stock trading. Yeah. Group. Let's find that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. That actually, there isn't a, maybe there is, but I never, I don't ever chat about stock trading with people. Well, with like, women. I feel like there is a history of like women investment groups. My grandma was in a stock investment group. Oh, cool. But they, you know, but then they did it in the dot com oh. era. And so they were having a lot of fun for a while and then they all started losing money. Yeah, and right. so like, yeah, I'm having fun investing now, but like I'm sure when it's like a bear market, I don't think I'd be like, Oh yeah, I love investing. Like, right. It's it's much harder than you Right. Know. But you seem to have a good perspective on all of it. I mean I, I, I think there's a lot of luck involved. Like, you yeah. do not, nobody is a psychic. Nobody knows where right. the market is headed. Yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. I just like the idea of having an app to check all day. I find checking an app very soothing. Oh, like just, you would be obsessed with this. Like, yeah, that would make yeah. me go crazy. Slash, it would uh, yeah. fulfill me. Yeah. Um, well, surely, um, I think our the only other question I have is, Tell us about Marnie's self-care routine. Oh, yeah. I mean, Marnie is 16. She really, like, uh, she sleeps all day. Uh, in the morning, I put eye drops. I put ear drops. Aww. She, Aww. she drinks some water. She takes another nap. Um, I'll brush her hair once a day. And, if she, you know, she's she just, she sleeps a lot. She's, yeah. She's old. She's old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, she's easy. That sounds like a great life. She's also retired. She kind of is. Yeah, we moved out to LA and we just chill. You just, yeah. <laughs> you play piano, she naps with her eye drops. Yeah. yeah. Sounds, sounds like great. a great life. Um, well, it was a true pleasure to talk to you. Thanks, guys. This was so fun. Yeah. Oh, it was so great. Where can we find you on all over the internet? Um, follow my dog. I, I don't call that much attention to myself on the internet, but um, it's at Marnie the dog on Instagram. And Gary, at Gary for piano lessons. Yeah. And if you want, I'm on Twitter at Shirley Braha. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Thank cool. you, Shirley. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Yeah. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. 
You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are you going to invest in crypto? <laughs> I might invest in a piano. Uh, sure. <gasps> Should we make a, crypt- a piano cryptocurrency? A piano- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to win it big. I can't wait. Uh, both those things intimidate me, but I might, I might try. Okay. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to, whatever you, whatever cryptocurrency you invent, I'm going to invest in it. Okay, done. And then I'm going to do a pump and dump scheme. <laughs> and we're going to get rich. And everyone else and is going to lose go money. to jail, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're, then they're going to make a movie about us. That would be cool. Called Boiler Room. <laughs> Who would play you? Uh, Emily Mortimer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She would. Or Mara Wilson. Those are the two that I get. I get Ricky Lake and Tina Fey. Oh, Tina Fey. I'd take Tina. I would take either Ricky or Tina. Definitely. I see Tina more than Ricky, to be honest, if we're being honest. Well, you should, you could watch Ricky's home birth and maybe you might see a little bit of me come out. Ew. Nope. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Kate, last week, your intention was earlier bedtime slash get off your damn phone. Yeah. How did that go? It's going better. I did it last night, actually. You know, we were texting the other night and you were like, I'm going to go to bed now. And it was like 9 p.m. I was not feeling well. And I was impressed. Thank you. And I have to kind of be like, now I'm leaving the phone zone. I'm plugging yeah. it into the kitchen and I'm going to go uh, into my room where there's no phone. I I, I respect that. Uh, it's going, it's, it's my, it, it makes such a difference. It's yeah. hard. I miss the, having the crutch of my phone. Yeah. Um, but I then just like pick up a book instead of looking at my phone. And I also in the morning, I just wake, I don't wake up and then immediately like roll over and grab my phone and check Twitter to see what disaster is happening. Which right. is really nice. I just kind of like wake you like up. Wait a beat. I rest a little bit, and then. Do you and Anthony wake up at the same time? More or less. I, I tend to get up a, like a little bit earlier because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I like to kind of get a jump on everybody. Um, but it's been really nice. So if, if I'm consistent with it, I think it will make a big difference. It's just really hard because I immediately like I forget, and then I bring it in, and then I'm like, oh, you're here. You can stay. Totally. It's like a 
my phone is like a guy I'm trying to break up with, but then I keep bringing him home. Oh, you know, those I people, you know, those. those. Yeah, I hate. Those. Yeah. So I'm just in that cycle. Do you have a um, like when you don't have your phone in your room? Do you have a specific spot that you leave it in? It's in our kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Just like where the other phone plug is in my right. house. So it just goes there. Um, but this week. Yeah. What's your intention this week? I'm going to um, try to make very simple meals that, that are healthy that everybody in my family will eat and enjoy. Great. Cooking for my kids and for myself um, is really a struggle for me mm. and stressful and anxiety creating. And I'm just not, I don't enjoy cooking and uh, I want us to all be able to eat the same thing yeah, and to like it. And I want people to stop asking me if I've read Bringing Up Bebe about kids eating food, which maybe you did ask me, but not about that. Mm. Not not to say that I'm mad at you for asking, but I... No, we were... It was in the context of how um, magazines are always telling people how to act French. How to be French. Yes. yes. I feel like anytime I'm like... Oh, my kids are picky. They're like, well, have you read the book about how the French do it? And I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers, I have. Right. And my kids develop their pickiness on their own. I was like eagerly giving them, you know, right. weird, interesting foods and spices and flavors. You were giving them so much brie. So much And they just brie. didn't want to eat it. Camembert. Oh. Crusty breads. <laughs> and they just put on their berets and ignored it all. No, but I, I there is... um. I get like almost embarrassed when there's just kind of like an air of talking about kids eating food and, and like, you know, if your kid is eating hot dogs or chicken nuggets, like you've done something wrong, which no, no number one, no, right. my kids eat all that shit. They're going to keep eating also like this box is, mac and cheese forever. To me, this feels like parenting 2018. It's like privileged parenting. Yeah. Because like when, I mean, when we were growing up, I don't think anyone was like, giving my mom shit for my brother eating fish sticks and elios all the time it's just another this is a this is a struggle for me is is like healthy living um is a symbol of privilege wealth and privilege yeah, yeah. and 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 it it's it's um hidden under the guise of like we're being healthy and like you've got to give give your kids the best and blah 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 but then it's there's a whole lot of classism that comes along with it yeah um but I am trying to like feed them stuff that's generally good for them. Right. And that I can also eat that we're all going to sit down and like together. So that's what I'm working on. And then also not like beating myself too much if they reject what I make. Because it could be really depressing when you've just spent an hour making a thing and the two people sitting across from you reject it. And then you then you also have like six gallons of you know totally stew Ugh. that then you just kind of you that know must be work your the way worst it's just it's i mean it could be worse but it's just a yeah, sure but it's, it's just a struggle like, it's yeah. like a little demoralizing yeah and, demoralizing um, so i'm just working on that guys anyone else who is feeding people or yourself i don't know it's hard if yeah. you have good recipes that are like basic also i'm a terrible cook i don't follow instruction I feel well like you're not I don't enjoy it. I need like the easiest things. Right. I'm I'm not going to be making like a sous vide. Like you guys boil, you have that sous vide thing that you boil. Matt, Matt does that. Okay. I got it for him. I am a fine cook. 
Like, I'm fine. I enjoy it most of the time and I can follow a recipe, but I'm not really an instinctive cook. Matt is actually an instinctive cook and like knows what spices go together and like all that kind of stuff and like likes to play around in the kitchen with different gadgets and all that stuff and and is a better sort of uh, he's he's just a better organically. He's a better cook than I am which is sad that he doesn't have time to cook anymore um but yeah the all the all the gadgetry in our house is is pretty much for Matt okay I didn't realize including like the instant pot which I bought thinking oh I'm gonna use this and then Matt was like this is so cool and just started using it all the time and I was like that's fine you can you can cook (laughs) (laughs) have fun or you know he'll be like like he wants to go to the grocery store because he doesn't trust me to like. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. It was actually hilarious. We have an annual holiday party, and uh, I like ordered the the stuff we needed. I I put in an Instacart order, and the stuff came, and he was like, "This is what you ordered." <laughs> wow. And I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh, honey." <laughs> Who knew he was a food snob? And he's like, like he's like, I have to go to Costco now. And he like, <laughs> he went to Costco. Then he went to Ralph's. It was like, yeah. And so, you know what? I'm also just like, great. Yeah, you do it. You do it. Yeah. That's fine with me. I, I have no, I, I have no need to do this. Um, but now that just means that like no one cooks in our house now. I mean. Um. Anyway. Okay, wait. You were going to drink water while you were traveling. Yes. Did you accomplish this? You have a water bottle on the table. Did you do it? I do. I don't think I drank as much as I wanted to, but I did stay hydrated. That's a feat. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to, you know, I'll give myself a B plus. Okay. That's a good grade. Yeah. Not bad. No. B plus is an awesome grade. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the kid who, like, would always, was pretty psyched to bring home a B plus. I feel like it'd be, you know. Yeah. Let's not dig into my past, like, okay. my emotional problems from um, high school. So my intention this week is to be on time. That's a great one. I have a problem with, I'm not, like, I'm not chronically late, and I'm not someone who shows up, like, 45 minutes late for things, but I'm generally five to 10 minutes late for pretty much everything. And I feel like it's disrespectful and I'm, I'm, I want to change that about myself. Also, it means that I'm always rushing. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. And it doesn't feel good. And I'm always like, Oh shit, I'm going to be late for this yoga class. I've have, to, I have to rush to yoga. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's then, terrible. and then I get to yoga, like in this state of this frenzied state. And it's like, Ooh, this is kind of defeats the purpose. So I'm trying to not jam as many things into short periods of time and to not, what I think what I think the crux of the problem is is I overestimate what I can accomplish in a short period of time. It's like, oh, well, before I meet, go to meet Kate, I'll have time to make dinner, walk the dog, like yeah, <laughs> put on makeup, like just, you know, I'm like, oh, that'll only take me like half an hour, all of those things. And it's like, no, that's like two hours worth it's of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to just be more realistic about like what I can accomplish. It's also good. My husband is a he's the opposite. He, he leaves so much extra time for everything. He's early to everything, you know? And so 
I'm trying to take a little bit of of his. That's great. I love thing. that. I also love that you just wrote here that it's not respectful of other people's time. It's not. Which I think is uh, something I always forget too, but you're right. It's not. Yeah. It's like, no, that other person is now waiting for you. Yeah. Waiting for me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to try and do that this week. Awesome. So well, let's see how we do. All right. Um, Kate, where can people find us? Okay, guys, you can find us on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, on Twitter at Forever35Pod. Our website is Forever35Podcast.com. And that's where you can find all of the things that we mentioned on the show. The list of products, the links to them. It's all there. Yes. I'm sorry if we, we are making you spend money on things. <laughs> Hopefully, they're all returnable. Yeah, and hopefully you love them all More as much as we do. Uh, and if you want to email us um, with topics you want to hear, product recommendations, more music recs, yeah, anything, anything, uh, we are forever thirty five podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. We will. Bye. Bye. Forever thirty five is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir, and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Please leave us podcast reviews. It really helps people find the show and definitely be sure to tune into our episode next week where we interview the amazing writer and publicist Kima Jones. And she tells us all about her dry brushing, which is amazing. It, it's changed my life. Yeah.